This is episode, I think, three of the Empty Parlor, right? Yeah, episode three of the Empty Parlor, boys and girls. Fuck yes. I am one of your hosts, Matt Lamb. And I'm your other host, Jeff Lynch. And, it's and we are getting so long. much better at that. <laughs> A little faster on the draw. Boom. We are fucking killing it with that. We've nailed it. We've nailed it. We've got, we have got it down. We are professionals, if you cannot tell. Oh, we're never looking back, dude. We, yeah, we are. We're, this is our number one job now. <laughs> Onwards and upwards. Fuck my regular job. Going straight into podcasting. We're <laughs> not in the streets in three months. Fuck yes. <laughs> but yeah, Man. we are we are ready to go. We have been trying to get our technology to cooperate for the past, I don't know what, four days? Yeah, four or five days. Now, finally, I think we ha- might have it set up with the best possible audio setup while we're in quarantine and also Matt's in Pennsylvania. I'm in Iowa. Uh, so we're changing it up a little bit. I'm on a better mic now. We're recording an audacity, putting it all together. Bada bing, bada boom. We should be good to go. I'm on the same mic, but now we're not recording independently. Yeah. Should we be, should be good to go. So let's pop into it. So we were talking about some goofy shit earlier, which I thought was kind of funny is our little mincemeat topic. Uh, for all you listeners out there, uh, if you haven't heard of mincemeat, a lot of people, the only way that I knew about mincemeat growing up was the threat. Like somebody saying like, I'm going to make mincemeat out of you. And it's usually like an old timey accent. So mincemeat isn't meat. It's a fruit pie, which I thought was kind of nuts because it's like mince saying, I'm going to make mincemeat of you is just like the more woke way of saying, I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) And then we discovered while mincemeat is fruit, mince is meat. So what is there meat a net, a net negative? I could say <laughs> yeah. <laughs> meat squared equals one fruit. Meat fucking meat equals fruit. fruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you ever wondered how fucking dumb the English language is, uh, here's a perfect example of when we try to translate shit from other languages into our own. We end up with dumb shit like mince meat not being meat, but then mince is meat because we can't make up our fucking mind. <laughs> All right, so we got some mince. All right, let's pair that with meat. Oh, fuck. Now we got a fruit pie. It's like, <laughs> shit. We <laughs> fucked this all the way up. Well, I guess we're keeping it that way. All right. Uh, I mean, etym- <laughs> I love etymology, man. Did etymology you know gets fucking goofy. Mince uh, was, from what I understand, mince stays like, j- like you can jar mince like as long in an air case, uh, airtight container mm-hmm. for up to six months. So... Obviously, I know nothing, and I did no research on mincemeat, but if I were to guess, we probably, as a society, learned to make mincemeat as a jar, so that, like, in wintertime months, we would have, like, fruit stuff that wouldn't be totally rotten pretty much year-round, because you just basically, like, I watched, um, I don't know if you watched Binging with Babish. Yeah, but, I love uh, that show. He recently had a, uh, bit where he showed how to make mincemeat and it's pretty oh. fucking yeah it's pretty neat so he made it yeah he uh he, he did a um a what are the, what's it called uh uh, Leg- uh lord of the rings he did a lord of the rings uh like episode oh wow i yeah. saw that i saw the uh thumbnail for that on youtube and it's kind of crazy how like mincemeat entered my zeitgeist and i texted you about it and so and like that was just going on at the same time so there's that video that millions of people watched about fucking mincemeat and i'm over here just thinking about mincemeat and mincemeat independently <laughs> dude it's the fucking site it's 
Fucking psychic vampires putting out the energy, man. Fucking monsters. It's those it's those ad ad companies, man. It's all Think it's all it. there. They they know what we want. It's 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 you speak truth into the universe and it becomes reality. Somebody's like, Frank, we're down on mincemeat sales. Yeah, fucking get, get Babish. Yeah, get Babish. Get the subliminal advertising. Get on it now. <laughs> fucking, this is a, so important. Mincemeat <laughs> is at an all-time low. People need to know what the fuck. People don't even know what the fuck it is anymore. People think it's meat. <laughs> people think it's meat. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They're doing equations and shit. We need to get people on the right fucking path to mincemeat, dude. We're, <laughs> we have factories of this shit in the back, and people don't even know it's fruit. Fucking ridiculous! God damn it! Uh, so you were talking about how like jarring meat, uh, and that could have been origin of mincemeat or whatever. So I think what something that you were describing, I think, was creating beef garum or just like you can make it out of any meat. So you know, like fish garum. Which, if you're not familiar with garum, if you know what Worcestershire sauce is, Worcestershire, wish, wish, wish. People don't. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, Worcestershire sauce. That is beef garum with some extra spices and stuff. But essentially, beef garum is just like fermented beef, like meat product. Um, and that was something that people do a lot to preserve their Hell meat. Yeah. That they would, yeah. Well, no, I was saying uh, mince, uh, mince meat. You can mince meat lasts for up to six months. Oh, so, well, the fruit or is it mince? Are you the, saying the it's, mince it's meat? The actual, like the actual <laughs> mince meat. How fucked is it that stuff. <laughs> The fruit All stuff, the, well, you can, you can jar for up to six months. So I think it was so you can make fruit pies in, like, fucking December so that you weren't just depressed as shit only eating, like, <laughs> canned beans and, like, fucking Potatoes beef jerky. <laughs> so so the American language is so fucked up that if you wanted to reference mince the meat, you'd either have to say mince the meat or mince space meat rather than mince meat. Or it's, like, a speed in what you say it, which is completely fucked. <laughs> hey, I think, uh, just, I think you, you just say mince. mince. Like, meat? instead of saying mince meat, you just say, oh, I'm going to make some mince. But if somebody goes, what's mince? And they go, meat. And you go, mince meat? Yeah, it's meat. <laughs> Are you talking about a fruit pie? <laughs> Fucking American language is dumb as shit, man. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Goddamn like America. 17 different languages smashed into one, and we're just like, this is the best one. And it's crazy because it's the only one that I know how to speak. Same, and probably <laughs> the only one I will ever learn. Like man, this this only my only way of communicating sucks. <laughs> I, I tried to learn Spanish in fucking high school, but it's like fucking high school Spanish is worth dick. It's rough. You don't have enough time. I I learned Spanish in my formative years, but I didn't. I don't think I have that part of my brain to really fluently understand a different language at the same time. I don't know because I took like seven years of it when I was a kid, and I know how to say where's the library. <laughs> Donde esta la biblioteca? <laughs> Yeah, don't they start a key? Where is it? I don't oh, know. Man. I can speak like I can speak like broken English, or bro- uh, broken English as well. But I can speak like broken Correct. Spanish for like, if I really need something, like I can probably figure out like the essentials. I can read Spanish, ver- like much better. But oh really? Um, yeah, if like I can like I can usually give like at least a maybe not like a exact translation but if somebody puts spanish in front of me i am familiar enough with the words that i can at least like roughly translate it to english i mean it'll be like it'll be like really broken but i can get the gist of it to the point where it's like all right like i'm not speaking spanish right now but like if i look at it and read it i can be like all right these are major features in this sentence so i'm assuming that's what the sentence says and i could be fucking way wrong but it's also like well this is the closest i got 
Yeah, just using like Latin roots and your like rudimentary understanding of of uh, <laughs> Spanish to put the pieces together. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like uh, in Korea, we had to do that shit all the time. <laughs> we were trying to find a bar when we first got there. Like when we first landed in Korea, we had been reading like the how to how to read Hangul stuff uh, the entire plane ride over, and we were being lazy beforehand. So we didn't actually learn how to speak Korean or read Hangul prior to going there. So we just had we were just flying off the cuff, right? And we were walking around in our little like uh, town hall area, not town hall, but town square where like all the business major businesses are. And we could not figure out where the bar was later, like six, seven months or maybe a couple months later when we actually lived there for a while, we figured out that there's a fucking bar like on every corner, but <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't read anything. So we went to a place that just had the word bar on it and it was like four stories up. We went up there we had like a couple overpriced gin and tonics. And then, uh, essentially we had stumbled into like a, not a prostitution bar, but like a place where lonely dudes would go to hang out with women. So, we had people talking to us like we like as if Caitlin and I didn't know each other and we were really confused. And then some uh, a, a guy came over that could speak like fluent English. And most of the other people were speaking broken English to us, just trying to be friendly. And we were, it was a weird vibe. And this guy was like, do you know where you are? We're like, no. We're like, what do you mean? We're at a bar. We're like, this is just like kind of a fancy bar, right? He's like, no, dude. Like, this is almost, this is like, those dudes are going, like, there was like people going in the back and stuff. We thought it was like private. We thought it was like a private oh, bar no. area. Yeah, it's like, but then there's like dudes going in the back. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. It's like dudes waiting out here and women are coming out and grabbing them and taking them to the back. It's like. Jesus. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> so I know exactly what you mean in terms of context clues and trying to read a language because uh, that was. But you know what though, that did lead to one of our like greatest nights in Korea though. This dude learned Eng- learned how to speak English through watching um, uh, the Daily Show back in the early two thousands. That's solid. Uh, yeah, man. So John Stewart taught just, taught this guy how to speak English. So. Uh, this guy was a familiar with our side of America, not the fucking whole of it or like the right side craziness. So like it was easy to talk to him. He spoke really well. He's an engineer. He lived in Germany for a while. So this dude is super crazy smart, but he took us out and we just got shit faced. We lit up the town. It was like a freaking Wednesday night and, uh, we were drinking this stuff called Makali. Maka- it's hard to pronounce Makali. I think it is. Uh, we always called it Colin Mockery, the guy from Whose Line Is It Anyways. Colin Mockery, hell yeah. Yeah, dude, give me a bottle of Colin Mockery, dog. And it was like a, it's like a fermented rice wine. I'm not really sure what they do additional to normal alcohol making process, but it's like, it's almost like milk and you drink it out of like a saucer. It's, it's, oh, it tastes, it's, I, it does not taste great to me. But we were doing, we were just going nuts. He, he took us to like all the, like the hole in the wall places in that area. We were eating chicken feet and stuff. It was, it was a blast. <laughs> you know, like, I've always heard chicken feet actually aren't too terrible. No, they, they're, like, flavorless, like, sinewy, like, tendon. It's, like, yeah, uh... You just kind of chew yeah. it, and it's, like, not bad, but it's also, like, pointless to eat because it's kind of just, like, you don't really taste anything. Yeah, from my understanding, I don't know about other cultures eating chicken feet because I grew up in fucking middle of very, very <laughs> European Iowa uh, where we didn't eat crazy stuff like that. Not crazy stuff like that, but just adventurous foods. So in Korea, at least, they ate chicken feet almost as like a bar challenge food. Or people aren't just snacking on chicken feet. It's uh, like, it like a- get me the spiciest shit you can possibly get me, and just throw it on the chicken feet because I don't care to enjo- like care to get the sustenance. I just want a challenge. So like you're not like, oh man, I'm eating these chicken feet because they're tasty. They're like I'm out <laughs> here to try to impress somebody with my f- eating abilities. 
Yeah, it's just like I'm. And yeah, nobody's walking around going, "I'm hankering some feet." <laughs> I mean, there's definitely some people out there going, "I'm hankering for some feet." Okay, yeah, you're right. Since we put, it, <laughs> since we put that energy into the into the cosmos, there's like oh, probably no. a few hundred thousand people. <laughs> there's there's definitely people that are into feet. Just a heads up, that is a big thing. People fucking love feet. Oh yeah, I get that. I get that people are into feet sexually and stuff. Okay, I was like, <laughs> uh, please don't tell me I'm the one that has to break it to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like shocked. No. <laughs> what? There's no way. <laughs> There's subreddits dedicated to feet. <laughs> it would be great, though, if there was a subreddit dedicated to just like people that really enjoyed eating chicken feet, though. Which I'm. Dude, goddammit, I'm sure there I is. I mean, have you heard of mukbang? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, just I'm people sure devouring that... food. Yeah, I was gonna say there's probably a chicken feet mukbang situation. I'm going to the chicken feet subreddit. Chicken, <laughs> the chicken feet subreddit. <laughs> I'm know. on the subreddits. I'm on the dark webs. <laughs> what a fucking place to go. I'm, I'm going to the chicken feet subreddit. <laughs> the most normal place in the world. <laughs> so it turns out there doesn't seem to be a, ch- a chicken feet subreddit. <laughs> okay, so that's gonna be the uh, the empty parlor <laughs> subreddit. It's gonna be called the chicken feet subreddit. <laughs> Hell yeah, chicken feet. God, what a fucking! I'm, I mean, I'm kind of glad there isn't a chicken feet subreddit because that's like a very specific. I'm telling you, man, people aren't walking around hankering chicken feet, bro. You never know, man. People just might just want some fucking chicken feet. Man, you know what could you really go for is just a big bowl of chicken feet right now. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's weirder things to want. <laughs> <laughs> just slather it in hot sauce. Fuck it, man. Like. Hit me, hit me with them fucking clickety clackety chicken feet. <laughs> uh, when I like, have you? <laughs> I don't know why, but just sometimes when when somebody says chicken feet, or like when I say chicken feet, or more specifically when someone just says one, like it identifies one of them, like a chicken foot. I want a chicken foot. <laughs> yeah, but like my mental image is like a naked person's foot, like a person's foot, rather than a chicken foot. I don't know why. I don't know if I should go to a doctor for that or not. I don't know if I should go to a therapist. Yeah, I mean, like, the word <laughs> foot, like, it's it's a tough one to, like, attribute to a, to a chicken. Like, yeah. Like, feet, sure. Foot? I don't know. It just feels weird. That's a fucking claw, bro. Right, like, chicken claws sounds weird. Talons. Chicken feet makes sense. Chicken foot? It's kind of, like, it just, it, it just doesn't come off the tongue right. Like, yeah. even chicken fingers is weird, but at least a chicken finger is, like, patentedly not real. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Why the fuck are they chicken fingers? People's fingers aren't even that long for the for one. And then, two, why are you even... It doesn't even look like a finger, man. Why are they calling yeah. them fingers? I mean, I'm assuming it probably came from, like, finger food, but, like... Oh, I yeah. hear chicken foot, or I hear chicken finger, and I think of fingers. I hear chicken foot, and I'm just... I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, man. Imagine, imagine like somebody's in a coma for like fifty years, and they come back. You're like, dude, you want to eat some chicken fingers and feet? And they're like, what? What the, the fuck? fuck? When did the chickens get fingers? Yeah, yeah. You you just tell them about how uh, KFC has those uh, chicken farms, like growing growing those huge breasted chickens or whatever. Oh yeah, dude. The fucking tell big old titty the, chickens. Yeah, tell them about some big old titty chickens walking around with human fingers and feet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Hi, welcome to the Big up. Titty Chicken. <laughs> welcome to the future where we have double D chickens with human feet, <laughs> bare Wait, feet. 
<laughs> Wasn't fingers. Big Dick Chicken the name of my chicken <laughs> restaurant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big Dick Chicken, Big Breasts is Chicken. <laughs> Big Titty Chicken is the uh, is, is my, is its sister fucking organization. <laughs> Big Dick Chicken brought to you by Big Titty Chicken. <laughs> Hell yes. Oh, good God. Christ. I love that. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Big Dick Chicken. <laughs> welcome to a Big Dick Chicken. How can I take your order? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here for. <laughs> I'm here for the chicken dicks. <laughs> I'm here for the ski ball. Oh, no, no, that's, uh, no, no, you got to go down the street. That's uh, Daddy Matthews. You hit the wrong spot, homie. <laughs> Wait, I thought they were attached. I thought they were passing food through the hole in the wall as the people. Oh were no, it, they're dicks. they're 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 the same. They're under the same. They're under the same like building area, but like. They're not like directly attached. It's kind of like how you know, like how like the GameStop is like usually like by a Starbucks, but they're usually not like side by side. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they're separate. I was thinking that I was thinking that the Big Dick Chicken and the the juxtaposition of Big Dick Chicken and Big Daddy Matthews was a metaphor in and of itself, where you have Big Dick Chicken putting the chicken through a hole in the wall to Big Daddy <laughs> Matthews. You know, it's like the big dick going through the fucking glory hole, man. Everybody, the all the whole metaphor fucking lines up. I think we need to put them right next to each other. I think, yeah, I think we can do that. I mean, I think that's a, I think that's a fair way to go. Yeah, because if you're looking for chicken, you go to Big Dick Chicken. You're looking for foosball and dick sucks. You go to Big Daddy Matthews. Exactly. But then, if you're just looking for dick sucks and chicken, you go get yourself some chicken. (laughs) You pop around. Exactly. At some, at some some point, it'll just it won't be a secret anymore. I mean, there, I, I don't think the whole point. I don't think the point is to ever be a secret to the like participants. It's only to the wives of the men who are oh, going right. to. Yeah, like it's a specific clientele. I want the men who are in committed straight relationships, but need to get their dick sucked by men. That yeah, that's actually a really good business model because that'll work. That'd be exactly. like a, well, weren't like a sweat lodges and saunas used for that kind of thing? Like. I don't know, at some point in history, maybe I mean, right now. shit, I can see that for sure. I mean, I'm pulling that just primarily from an episode of South Park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> hey, I'm going to the spa. Sounds good. And you come back, cleaned up, good to go, man. <laughs> exactly, yeah, like you go there, you know, you get you, you get all cleaned up, you get your dick sucked, you come back, you're a different man. You're, you're feeling much better. Man, he comes back from the spa, he's happy, smiling, feeling great. Yeah, he's having a good time. <laughs> Big di- dude, I fucking love that. It's so funny. Uh, so, so my, you have any? So, <laughs> talk about what you're you planned on talking about previously. I guess since oh, we're on uh, the same topic, kind of. Yeah. So I was thinking about how weird it would be. Like spanking normally is like on the butt cheeks, but like I wonder if there's anybody that is like their whole thing is they want to be spanked like directly on the butt hole, like just the butt hole. <laughs> Just spank. Just it just takes two or three swats, and you get just the point across. Because I, mean, yeah, like, I feel like getting spanked directly on the butthole is like that's a new experience for everyone. I feel like sometimes I feel like some people like that though. I feel like I've seen porno videos where it's like the dude smacks his smacks his dick on the girl's butthole. And yeah, I, but I mean that's that's dick slapping. That's a, that's a whole different. <laughs> <body>. <laughs> that's not finger slapping with a. You have a ring on it. <laughs> yeah, like a ring spank on the butthole. Yeah, like, like, it's it's a whole different thing, you know, like a dick spank. Like, I'm talking like, like, a tiny like instead of a paddle, but like it it'd be kind of like a paddle, but it's like it's very tiny, and like, <laughs> and it's just 
Exactly butthole sized. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Do I'm pretty sure that there's like a pretty universal butthole size, right? I mean, you, you like, would you agree with that sentiment? Because <laughs> I think you can stretch them out, but I think that like generally speaking, everybody's like actual butthole About is the probably same. the same size. Yeah, I mean, I don't have, I, I haven't really taken a gander at anybody's butthole in person, but I can only. From from the videos I've seen online, I'm pretty sure everybody <laughs> everybody's got the same size O ring. I'm pretty sure that whatever fucking gauge they're using is standard. I mean, I've seen some I've seen some I've seen some serious impressive stretching, but I think that in the end it all comes about back down to the same size. Yeah, at a default. Whenever it's like that thing hasn't been Your used default for a few days. <laughs> default B hole size. Default B hole is a great Twitter name. <laughs> Because then you could just have one size fits all butthole smacker. Exactly. And then, like, and then, you know, then, like, you know, if somebody wants to get extra kinky and they do, and, like, you know, they have the gaping butthole, then, like, (laughs) there can be a whole different subgenre of butthole spanking where they spank extra large buttholes. That's, like, two different things all at once. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you know that somebody's going to set up an auto stretcher and all, like, they stretch the cheeks part to get access to the hole and then they're going to set up some sort of pneumatic device to automatically slap it and people are going to go way too nuts with it and they're going to have people are going to be in their fucking apartments for days on end just smacking their own butthole it's going to happen you can set it up like a windmill where it like you set up like <laughs> i don't know like <laughs> two four or five of them on like a on like a loop and it just like just like over and over smacks that butthole like <laughs> and you're just screaming while it's happening <laughs> I mean, you gotta make them, and you gotta make them pliable. Like they, these can't be. St- I mean, there's gotta be different, different pliabilities. Like I mean, sure, you, you need like if you're if your hand spanking a butthole, you want something stiff. But like if you got the like rotator wheel, like you want something kind of pliable so that it can kind of bend and isn't gonna like you know scoop up anything. Like you just want it to, you just, <laughs> you just want it to smack that butthole and go. Like, <laughs> but other people are gonna want like a flaccid like rubber appendage just smacking it though too. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I mean like you gotta make them in all different you know rigidities. Dude, there's got to be a there. This has to exist. There's I mean, no fucking way this doesn't exist. I would be shocked if it didn't. Yeah, there's got... Someone has to have discovered that they like getting smacked around on their butthole. I mean... Because clearly people have discovered other things about their butts that they like. All right, hold on. I gotta, I'm got going to pull up the butthole spanking subreddit. Butthole... <laughs> yeah, that thing's got to be there. All right, butthole spanking reddit. Let's see what we got. Butthole spanking. I just searched butthole spanking. And I got a lot of porn sites. Humiliation asshole spanking. <laughs> Videos where you can see butthole spanking. <laughs> Dude, check this out. Butthole spanking. Bu- oh, you go, you go. I saw uh, advice for butthole spanking. <laughs> oh, on, dude, that means this that is a thing. <laughs> this is, hold on. I gotta Somebody read got this. F- fucking PhD in butthole. All right. <laughs> oh, I guess a lot of people do. I'm planning on some. <laughs> I am planning on asshole spanking with a crop or cane for a punishment scene, but can't seem to find a guide or tips for spanking buttholes specifically. Oh my god, they're like, okay, you can't do it too hard. <laughs> so, so uh, these people are on the same page as us. Oh there yeah, these no, guys are in no, it. There's no butthole spanking is still in its infancy. This is from two years ago. Holy shit, we're on the cutting edge of these kinks. <laughs> there's so, a reason you don't hear much about it. Dude, what check you're talking about is deliberate damage to muscle, not fat. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, <laughs> there's experts in there posting on a fucking butthole spanking <laughs> forum. <laughs> Whose doctor is that, man? <laughs> oh my god! 
Dude, Imagine fucking... your doctor fucking rooting <laughs> around in your mouth for like for strep throat. Then he goes home and he's on the butthole subreddit talking, giving medical advice to people, asking about how hard to spank buttholes. <laughs> I, oh my god. I mean, yeah, it's gonna hurt. Your anus is fairly tough. I wouldn't worry so much about bruising as I would about small cuts. <laughs> oh, that's Good you know, god. fair advice. Yeah, I mean I don't want to cut my butthole. I think that happened one time. I think I could I think I took a, a dump a little too big one time and I'm pretty sure I had a little tearage because it hurt for like two weeks and then it was that's fine after that. All right. it was we terrible. have another one from February twelfth, twenty eighteen. Spanked on the asshole. How does it feel, and is it a good place to spank for a punishment? Why don't you just try it yourself? Can't everybody reach their asshole? I don't think you can get the same kind of leverage spanking yourself as you can on spanking somebody else. Okay, that's fair. Apparently, getting spanked on the butthole hurts a lot. But you know, I, I'm, not hearing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hearing a lot about spanking buttholes. So, I mean, we're still... We can still... We can still develop this. I think this might be our calling, is to figure out how to... Uh, appropriately and efficiently worry about how to spank a butthole directly. I think we need to make a product. I think th- I think we do. And I, what I'm imagining is like, you know, like I'm trying to like. I wish I could explain it. Like, you know, like the end of a like one of those old plastic lawn darts. <laughs> oh, Jesus! The jart? Like, talking about jarts? Yeah, but like not not the pointed ones. The ones that are just like heavier at the end than they are where you throw it from ah you just just shrink that down to like butthole size and i feel like that's a good shape where it's like kind of ovicular but yeah so it has to be like it can't be small enough to cause like easy easy insertion no 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 but it has to bounce off it it like it needs to be flat enough where it's not going to try to go in but also not so flat that it's like not going to adhere to the curvatures of your butt it has to be soft enough to not do damage Exactly. You As gotta, per that expert said. You have to have it thin enough to get through the crack, wide enough that it doesn't go directly into the butthole, and then also like soft enough that you're not going to be causing any damage to that you know that muscle. Dude, this is a whole equation. We need to get some physicists on board. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to email uh, Bill Gates. Hey, Bill, we need some butthole spankers <laughs> ASAP. Dear Bill Gates, my friend uh, and I <laughs> had an idea. Confused. The Apple butthole spanker. I don't know. The, the Apple. <laughs> That's not the right guy, is it? Is I it know Tim, it's not the right Tim guy, Cook? but... Hey, Tim, <laughs> hey, Tim Cook, we need a Microsoft to... butthole spanker. No, 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 no. Like, Microsoft would make, like, kind of, like, you know, the everyman's butthole spanker. You know, Bill Gates, or uh, Tim Cook would make, like, a fancy pants, like, $1,500, like, eye spank that, like, syncs up to your, like, iTunes and stuff. Oh, yeah, and it'd be synced up to your music and stuff. You just put on, like, a fucking rad jam, and it's just panking, exactly. banging your ass, slapping your... Okay, yeah, no, not banging your asshole, slapping your asshole. Slapping it, just slapping yeah. it. It's not going in. You're, you're, you're only spanking the bottle. Like, it's just... <laughs> and you're just in and out. It's just pop, and then you just got to go. Like, it's just... There, it can't stick around. It can't get, like, suctioned in. It's got to be, like, boom, boom, like... To the beat of the drums, dude. Exactly. Like, <laughs> this is a scientific issue that needs to be solved. Dude, I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> I'm, oh man, there's like levels to it. It's like, oh, dude, are you? You're still on the edge. You're still on the Ed Sheeran level. I'm fucking listening to Metallica, bro. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, my, my fucking. I'm still stuck on Iron and Wine. My friend over here is fucking listening to Rain and Blood by Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking threw the fire and the flames on this dude's butthole. <laughs> Just rapid fire. <laughs> See, he's got somebody <laughs> controlling there's like kill switch. Turn it off! Turn it off! There's too oh much! <laughs> it won't turn off, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh man, dude! So this is, the headline I was trying to read earlier is uh, uh, xhamster.com. The, the xhamster, <laughs> fucking of course. Yeah. They're gonna have. Uh, if there's anyone I trust with butthole spanking, it's xhamster. I'm clicking on it. It says butthole spanking, free butthole tube, HD porn video, forty-three. See, oh, and it's literally a woman spanking another woman's butthole. Oh, with she's not actually yeah with her hand. She's not spanking the butthole though. Oh See, no! That's... No, that's not. She's just spanking her cheeks. Okay, that's getting Lame. weird. Get out of it. Get the fuck out. There's no butthole <laughs> spanking in there. <laughs> no oh. spanking. Like regular spanking is fucking. That's 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 D tier shit. We, it's weird. We want... <laughs> regular spanking is kind of strange, also. Like sexually, whatever. That's fine. But like as a punishment, to me, it's. I don't know. Hey, yeah, spanking your kids is really weird. Yeah, honestly, like, like hey, let your balls hang known, out for a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you. Yeah, like anybody that I know that like is into spanking got spanked as a kid. It, it, like it, yeah. it, it literally only and like, generally speaking, they're like the, anyone who got spanked comes in a variety of different like you know responsibilities and like how good of a person they are. But like <laughs> unilaterally. Uh, spanking li- almost always leads to having a spanking fetish. So maybe don't hit your fucking kids. Right, yeah, yeah. Don't hit your fucking kids, guys, because they're going to be spanking buttholes. <laughs> yeah, they're going to turn into fucking weirdos like me. They're like, I wonder if you can directly spank a butthole. <laughs> this regular spanking ain't enough right now. Yeah, and obviously, like, if you're spanking your kid directly on your butthole, uh, just do yourself a favor and call the cops on yourself. Yeah, go to jail. <laughs> go to yeah, fucking like, prison and kill yourself like Epstein, you fuck. <laughs> this butthole spanking <laughs> implement is only for adults. Let's just put that out of the way. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess since you brought it up, we had we had no way, shape, or form at the empty parlor condone spanking children's buttholes or spanking kids at all. Yeah, like just off the table. Fucking kids. All it does is teach them to lie. <laughs> yeah, it really does. That's very true. Like, I like. Uh, it's just don't don't hit your fucking kids because like, otherwise they end up. Almost like ninety five percent of the time, they end up fucking perverts. It's just it's like fact. <laughs> stop fucking hitting them. They're gonna turn out fine. You're the one that's fucking them up. Yeah, like they're, like they'll be chill. Just like set them in time out. Like fucking don't fucking fuck with their brains. Also, like don't let them watch cartoons. Pro tip. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's just gonna create some sort of weird fetish that they're gonna. Dude, it does. Any like name anybody with some weird fringe fetish. And they'll be like, yeah, I was like eight years old and I watched this episode of Looney Tunes. and <laughs> Got a weird boner and it's all fucking uphill from there. That's literally what it is. It's fucking like, you, dude, just, if you could, like, oh, there's so many fucking weird ones. And it's always, and it always, like, every single time, it goes back to cartoons. It all is cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I swear on my goddamn life. The goddamn subliminal messaging. That's what it fucking is, man. Very adult, lonely men drawing and writing for these cartoons that are only moderated by tone-deaf fucking older, even older people at the network that are just like, oh, he didn't say the N-word? That's not racist. That kind of stupid shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. Did I ever tell you about the Disney porn vault? Uh, What? Are you talking about, like, like, all of their, like, subliminal ads and, like, their... uh, No, no, no. 
Maybe Wait, it wasn't you that I told Oh, about you this. did tell me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, for the viewers though, it's preach. Oh yeah, so I I I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but there's the Disney Porn Vault, where literally, uh, Disney like pulls their animators aside, like any of the artists, and he has like, and I'm assuming it's probably just like a general meeting where they're like, okay, listen, uh, people are gonna drop horn of your characters. There's no way around it. Like it's just a 100% fact. So. Uh, we, they're also just like, we expect you to drop porn. Like, literally, they, as far as I understand, they tell their Disney employees, we expect you to drop porn of your characters because it literally always happens. So, if you do, uh-huh. here's where you put it because we have a place for this. Like, don't let it get out. Here's where you fucking put your Disney porn because, uh, by the way, we know you're going to make porn of this. Damn. So, it's like they fetishize that character because it's such a focal point of their life. That's literally what it happens is like these people spend like hours and hours of their life drawing the same fucking character that they're like, we get it. You're a human. You're going to want to draw a dick or some titties on it. <laughs> yeah. For sure you will. <laughs> like, it's fine. We understand. Put it here. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're going to want to draw a dick or some titties on that thing. <laughs> so just <laughs> put it in the fucking vault. We'll trademark it. Anybody puts that shit online, we'll, cl- we'll claim copyright. That's no, that's I'm that, I dead ass think that's why they do it. Is they're like, look, like if they, if this gets leaked, we're fucked. But if you give it to us, we'll trademark your stupid fucking porn, and then we can we can handle where it goes. Jeez, so there, so Disney owns Minnie Mouse's titties. That's fucking Dude, gross. One hundred percent. Like, and, and but they're also just like, yeah, like everyone's gonna draw fan art porn of you. Like we can't stop that. But like, they're like, we, when you do draw your porn, and we know you will. Here's where you send it. Yeah, jeez. What's so? I'm sure there are, man. I so I could I could understand like somebody making porn out of like Aladdin and all that shit because it's like adult characters and it's like okay, I guess if that's your thing, go for it, man. But then, but like when people fetishize like what I guess I personally considered adolescent characters like Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse to me, those are like kids. Like those characters are not adults. In my know. in my purview, in my view, to me, I like I see Mickey as just like I see Mickey the same way as I saw Barney, where it's like the like grown up who's like just around, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so like he's just like a, he's just like a grown dude hanging out with kids. I mean, I think it's like like better Munchaus- if Mickey Munchausen? is a child. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's better if Mickey is a kid. But Wait, like, and, not in the context and, of making some porn about him, though. No, 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 not porn. Jesus Christ, no. I'm saying, like, <laughs> I'm saying as far as in the context of, uh, like, like cartoons where they, like, like uh, I'm thinking, like, Mickey Mouse Playhouse and shit like that. Like, See, that's kid stuff, right? Yeah, but I don't know if Mickey Mouse is supposed to be a kid in that or if, if he's just, like, a dude. An internal immortal being. Yeah, maybe it's just some if fucking... Ghoul or goblin that came from a different dimension and is ageless because, yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, fucking, like, and the only reason I know about this is again, uh, it can this can this can segue into our next thing that we're gonna talk about. Uh, is, yeah, uh, I know that this exists because there's official Rescue Rangers, or no, it's not the Rescue Rangers. It's uh the Rescue. I think it's the Rescuers. It's either Rescue Rangers or the Rescuers. Oh, the but Rescuers. Way, yeah, uh, there's fucking Chippendale porn. <laughs> Oh no! Like drawn by the f- f- actual animators. Oh no! Which I mean, Chip and Dale are grown, like they are adults, so at least it's like. I guess. Yeah, what? it's just a f- it's just furry porn. 
Yeah, which is fine. Uh, man, it's, they're just like kid, I don't know. I just view those characters as I just view those characters as children. They're not they're not adults yeah. to me. But if somebody else sees them as an adult, fucking whatever. <laughs> you no, do you, it's... man. Very, uh, <laughs> this is a very uh, progressive podcast. I mean, can, dude, can you imagine working on Zootopia though? Like, for sure, you'd want to like fucking put a dick on. Like, if there's that fucking nudist scene. You're telling me that no, like, put oh, yeah. no one put a fucking dick in the whole scene where there's a nude. Like, there's a fucking scene where they go to a nudist club. You're telling me? Oh, I nobody fucking drew a dick. I draw a dick on there. I draw a dick yeah. on there as a goof, but I think. But then the, another guy to my left would be like, "It's a nice dick." He'd be like, "Dude, this <laughs> is a joke. I thought this was funny." And he's like, "I want, I want to fuck that." <laughs> dude, can you imagine just like? That's like what you do on your downtime. Like you're so burnt out on animating like the same cell over and over. That you're like, I'm gonna draw a dick on this giraffe real quick. <laughs> oh, dude, it light it give you some levity to your day at least, right? Just like, like just chilling. Like you're getting so burnt out, and then you're like, all right, I need a break. I need to draw. A cock I'm gonna draw or a two. big hanging dick. <laughs> uh, it's like I wonder, dude. Honestly, I wonder how much, how many more dicks were drawn in America as a whole. The five minutes after the first taping or the first showing of Superbad, I bet it Dude, went up a lot. I don't know. I, just, I drew. I, like... I drew at least three cocks right afterwards because it was like, oh, like I those are fucking like well drawn dicks to see if I could draw because I like to fuck around with drawing. I don't I think, think I've drawn like a cock remember... since then though. I just I always remember like kids in middle school drawing cocks though. Like that was hmm. just a thing. Like they were never like full on detailed wieners, but I just remember like. You know, you'd be like, oh, can I borrow your notes? And then, like, you'd draw a dick on their notebook. Like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as a goof on them. But, like, actually taking, like, 20, 30 minutes to just, like, craft draw a, big a dick. Fucking <laughs> cock. No, yeah. I don't. No, I just remember it was always, like, a goof. It was always, like, oh, dude, I, like, I totally spaced out, didn't take my notes. Can I borrow yours? And then just, boom. Now they got dicks in their notebook. <laughs> boom, dicks. <laughs> boom, dicks. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. <laughs> Gotta hand this in for an assignment. I'm ruined. I always remember like fucking the teachers who get so mad. They're like, "What's so funny about drawing a dick?" It's like, don't tell, like, d- don't try to like tell yeah. me that dicks aren't funny. Like, we all know they are. It's because we can't see them in regular life. That's why it's funny. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. It's like it's a fucking and also like the fact that you get so fucking mad is right. also the part. Like, it's not like oh the dick itself it's funny. It's the reaction of when you draw a dick that's funny. That's it. Yes, I was. Oh my god! I, not to pivot too hard, but I was telling uh, Caitlin that when people are mad in public, I think is the f- funniest thing. I think it's one of the funniest fucking situations that I could pos- I could personally be in because I don't really like get uncomfortable too often unless it's like very very forced uncomfortable situation, you know. So like when somebody's fucking losing their mind. I'm laughing. No matter how offended they are by that, if they're even more mad, I'm going to be laughing out fucking loud at these people in public. I did that uh, recently. Someone was, like, picking pissed off about something at a Lowe's or something, and I was just, like, <laughs> cracking fuck up. I was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. She's going to hear me laughing at her. My ass <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think I'd get at my ass kicked. I would probably just run away or whatever. <laughs> I could get screamed at by some psycho. No, thanks. Oh, that's but, the like, worst. Dude, when people are just, like, are just, like, you know that there's, like, a... a, a gear that people switch into where they're just like yell screaming <laughs> yes i don't know and what do you want me to <laughs> no oh, like, I, I get it because i had like i remember in, uh, i was in high school and my friend like you know you you fuck around with your friends my like mm-hmm. my friend had this like doweling rod or whatever the fuck just like some like you know wooden stick or whatever that he had around and he just started like fucking 
smacking me with it because you know you're fucking 15 it's funny as shit to hit your friends yeah and i had my ipod in my pocket and he fucking smacked my ipod and cracked the screen and oh I just like man and like i was already kind of pissed because he like he was fucking whipping me like i was like you know not excited about that and then he breaks my ipod and i was fucking like yell screaming like you know yeah <laughs> and he was just fucking crying laughing that motherfucker man and like looking back on it, I'm like, I imagine that it was fucking hilarious. But at the same time, I was so fucking mad. <laughs> I, I don't blame you at all. I would probably be, I'd probably tear up a little bit and be so mad. Like one of those situations. I was, well, I was just pissed because it was like, I was like, God, like fucking for real, like you broke my fucking iPod, like, and th- you know, this is before it's you can buy water. your own stuff. So it right. was like. I, this is like I have to wait until Christmas, or like if that, like to replace something rather than like, you know, because I was always, you know, like oh, I wanted, you know, I wanted a new video game or some game system or something like that, and it's like cool. Like now, my like big gift this year is gonna be to fix the thing you broke, fucking yeah. asshole. And then you're in the then you're in the classic kid predicament where you have to go to your parents with something broken that your friend broke, and you have to either lie and cover your friend's back, and then take the blame for it from your parents, which will results in less bullshit or you tell the truth and you're like yeah john broke my fucking ipad ipod because he was beating the shit out of me with a stick then that's going to lead to a whole situation where his parents are going to get called likely and so you got two options and i think as a kid i probably would have lied oh yeah. no i mean i i like i'd known like my group of friends literally since like kindergarten so my fucking, I told my parents, I was like, you know, oh, you so, so broke my fucking iPod. And they're like, well, you probably deserved it. You probably deserved it is what they told you? Yeah. They were like, well, you know, you probably, you know, you shouldn't be, you know, roughhousing with your friends. <laughs> You're probably talking shit. Well, you know, just kind of like, you know, the next time you, you know, you, you won't rough around with your friends. It's like, all right, cool. Like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for the sport, mom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Like my parents were basically just like, yeah, fuck off. Like. They're your friends. You picked them. Like, I don't, I don't know what to fucking tell you. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good perspective to take as a parent. Hey, oh, you yeah. picked your friends. I didn't pick them. They broke your iPod. I bought it for you. Figure it out. Not my problem. Yeah, make him to fucking To be fair, like, it. I did, like, sort of pick my friends, but also, like, I have a feeling that my, like, mom had a, like, part of, like, who I was allowed to hang out with. Because, like, all of my friends, like, it, and, you know... Not that it's, like, a bad thing, but, like, literally all of my friends, like, both of them had, like, they're both their parents, and, like, they all, like my, they all knew each other, they would all call each other on the phone, they would, like, all of my friends' parents stayed in contact with one another. Oh, wow. Because, they, yeah, like, so that they could, like, be, like, alright, like, you know, I'm going out of town or whatever, can you watch, you know, you know, my kid, so on and so forth, where, like, yeah, like, I literally had, like, four or five different friends where my parents, like, or at least my mom, like, kept in direct contact with my friend's parents because, like, she was like, I don't want my kid hanging out with a fucking idiot. Yeah, I, man, I, uh, I don't think my parents are friends with any of my friends, my friend's parents. Well, they're, they're, not, they're acquaintances, but I don't think they're calling each other and shit. Oh, I mean, I don't think that I, like, other than, like, my next door neighbor and I were, like, besties when I was a kid, so, like, yeah. my parents have kept in contact with them, but, like, Otherwise, it was always just kind of like they would stay in touch to make sure that, like, you know, no one was getting, like, their butt bat, like, no one, Yeah, or just, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just making sure that, like, my friends weren't fucking ruffians and, like, you know, pieces of shit. Hey, are they smacking buttholes over there? No. <laughs> All right, good. No, to, all right, you said, no, as long as there ain't no buttholes. <laughs> but, yeah, the fucking... Man, but that... 
to go back to my Disney porn vault thing, mm-hmm. we were gonna uh, we have a new segment of furry updates. Hey, fucking today, uh, Lil Nas X has officially announced that he wants a fursuit, and he had gotten in contact with Sonic Fox, who is a professional esports gamer. Uh, he plays fighting games, particularly Mortal Kombat, is seeming to be his big thing, and uh, he direct he. Publicly tweeted Sonic Fox, I want a fursuit. And then some fursuit maker underneath it said, like, along the lines of, hey, like, this is my, like, style. Like, I have an opening. Like, hit me up. And fucking Lil Nas was like, all right, bet. Hell so, yeah. <laughs> uh, this dude, yeah, so the fucking furry fandom is popping with this <laughs> fucking news of Lil Nas X. Because it's just, it's. Did, uh, did you also hear that? Uh, do you know you know ICP? I'm I'm assuming Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Violent J from uh, Insane Clown Posse, his daughter is a furry, and he's hella supportive. Good. Like takes her to yeah. It's it's actually kind of dope because like you'd figure that like he's a big weirdo, like he'd be kind of like skeezy, but like not nah, like he's super. <laughs> Violent J takes his daughter to Furcons, is super respectful, is super protective, like, makes sure that, like, you know, like, she has a good time, but also, like, stays out of trouble. And then he also got himself a fursuit, and it's kind of dope. Damn. I mean... So, yeah. We have fucking Violent J, and we have Lil Nas X. All we need is, like, one more rapper, and that's gonna be, like, the fucking dopest group. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you said the ICP people are rappers? I I haven't really listened to I mean, I don't know exactly. Like, I call them rappers, but I don't really know exactly what I would consider their genre. I have no idea. All the only all I know about ICP is that they have insane fans because they're the insane clown posse, and they all wear makeup, uh, like create like way too much makeup, and clown makeup son. And they drink like a lot of bush light or something like that. Fago. Fa- oh, fag. F- oh yeah. Okay. Okay. That's coming to mind. Yeah, yeah Caitlin they- was telling me that she like watched listen to some podcast about them. Yeah, they're drinking Fago and doing meth. Yeah, they love meth and Fago. <laughs> yeah, meth and Fago boys. I mean, meth is just like, man, what a fucking drug to choose to do. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even, if anybody even told me like how to get it, I'd be like, that is information I never, ever needed to fucking know. Like, right, why don't like- even doing it? That's kind of that's kind of like a gauge for how well I'm doing in my life is like the <laughs> types of drugs that I'm offered. Right. Oh shit! Someone just three people offered me pot tonight, and one person offered me acid. Maybe I should get my shit together. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, but like if so, but at least like with like pot and acid, you're like all right. Like at least I kind of just seem like an open-minded kind of hippie guy. If oh yeah. Somebody okay. Walks yeah, up yeah, yeah, to yeah. me and is like. Hey, you trying to buy this bag of fucking H? I'd be like, oh, where am I? Uh, <laughs> so I got scabs. I need to get out fuck? of here. <laughs> Like I need to get the fuck out of wherever I am. How much like, water even, did I drink today? Am I fucking dehydrated? What the hell? Exactly. Like, <laughs> e- like not that I'm like into it, but like even if somebody offers me coke, I'm like, all right. Like coke is like a rich person drug. So if I'm offered coke, then I'm like, all right. I'm not in this place where I should be, but at least I'm not in like a dangerous place. I feel but like if somebody's coke. offering me fucking heroin or fucking meth. I'm like, I need to get out of here right now. I feel like off being offered Coke is just on the opposite side of not being offered drugs from heroin. Yes. <laughs> like it literally is. Yeah. Not being offered, not being offered drugs. Who cares? Whatever. You could be a multitude of things, but then being offered Coke, you probably look like you have your shit together. 
Exactly. <laughs> or maybe like somebody, you you look like a fucking piece of shit with money. Who knows? Yeah, like if you look like you can afford coke, you're probably doing fine. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Like no, like not. That, I mean, not that heroin is cheap, but I mean, but it like it is. From I what mean, I understand, it's like no idea. From how much what I understand, yeah. I mean, I I also don't. But like from what I understand, it's like it's cheap enough. But you keep doing it, so that's what makes it pricey. Where it's coke, you just do a whole bunch of it, but it's also expensive, so it's like even worse. Fucking drugs, man. I'd say I say legalize all of it. I, I'm kind of same, honestly. Like I don't really give a fuck what people do. Like, on like I definitely think that like people shouldn't, but I also think that like ha- making it illegal is like why we have oh yeah like we have these fucking uh, like. I, I don't know if it was called a pandemic, but, like, the opiate... Cri- I guess the opiate crisis. Mm-hmm. Everyone's fucking addicted to opiates because no one wants to go to rehab and be like, hey, I'm addicted to an illegal drug. Dude, it's fucking awful. The the war on drugs... Man, fuck Ronald Reagan. Fuck Nancy Reagan. Fuck, fuck Nixon. Nixon. Yeah, fuck all those guys. Fuck Gerald Ford. Fuck all those guys. That's, exactly. my, that's my message about that. Fuck them. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, they fucked us all over. Fucking... Racist uh, in the words of Eric Andre, legalize everything. Yeah, I watched that. I watched the special today, actually, and I. It's so fucking funny. I love him. I love Eric Andre. He's so fucking ridiculous. Uh, He's just perfect. I and uh, you know what? I agree wholeheartedly with his sentiment, saying legalize everything except maybe salvia. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I did salvia I when am... it was legal, man, and that was the craziest shit I've ever done in my fucking life. Like, I haven't really done much, but I did that shit. I got it at the mall, brought it home, and then I turned into a fucking school for what felt like a month when it was actually five minutes. And then at the end of the fucking trip, I became the roof of the house, and I was teaching, like, stuffed animals in a fucking la-la land with rolling hills and stuff. And it was, like, rainbow-colored skies, cotton candy trees and stuff. And I was a school teaching all these uh, stuffed animals. There was a distinctly remember there was a Care Bear and there was a giraffe. And then I was like, I gotta go. And it was like the end of my trip. And I turned into the roof of the building and I fucking flew away and then came back and I felt like shit. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. It sounds like DMT's fucking evil twin. Yeah, it was hor- It was like it was like insane because I felt like I went somewhere. Like whatever is going on with a reality that we're in, I was definitely not. I didn't feel like I was in the reality that we're in right now. I felt like I was in a different dimension. It was so crazy. Yeah, that shit. That shit was legal. It was fucking <sighs> legal. That's the crazy. I literally thing. missed it. I missed it by like a year. Oh man, it was so fucked. Yeah, they Part- didn't sell it in my town when I was growing up, and then like, so I mean, because I was gonna like obviously like I was I was kind of a degen in high school, and if my parents don't know that, then I was very sneaky. Yeah, and if they hear this and didn't know that, uh, sorry, I was kind of a DJ. And if you hear this and do know it, uh, thanks for not bringing it up. Oh yeah, hey everybody that uh, doesn't know stuff about us, <laughs> that thought they knew yeah. stuff about us. No, I'm just saying, my, like if my parents hear, if my parents listen to that, uh, like, if 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 my parents didn't know, and this is the first time you're hearing it, mom and dad, uh, yeah. But if you did know and you didn't say anything, cool, thanks. Like you let me handle my shit, and I turned out pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job. That's pretty upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, so, but anyways, my point was that like, 
like, like not being 18 wasn't a factor. It was literally just like nowhere in Burlington sold it. Mm-hmm. So I never got to try it. Because I mean, like I knew kids in high school that would like drive to like Iowa City just to get it and then drive back. But it was always like they'd go get themselves like just enough and then they would never fucking like deal which i mean you know they're fucking high school kids buying illegal drug of course they're not going to deal it but like yeah it wasn't that it was cheap either just like god damn it like tell me when you're doing this shit like <laughs> i wanted to and i'm kind of glad i didn't now but at the time i was pissed yeah honestly i'm not sure if it was a positive like a positive uh mental health experience or negative because like really like from that from that experience i think m- more than anything is like a more of a dissociation with whatever hard reality exists it's just like fuck man something else must be out there if any like if anything it's just like where the fuck did i go it created more questions than answers i feel that yeah Uh, my my legal drug experience was uh i did some bath salts but but this was all what but this was before all of that shit came out this was like way before this was like when it was first coming into the market and they were selling it as synthetic so-and-so. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, synthetic ecstasy. I might try that. Yeah. And so I tried it and I just had a fucking mental breakdown. Oh, no. Yeah. Like I was having fun. I was like, oh, my hands feel kind of weird. And then it just turned into like it literally went from like me like steepling my fingers and like feeling how weird my fingers went to like instant light like light switch to full-on panic attack i think i'm dying i'm sorry for every bad thing i've ever done oh my god it was terrible and that's why i don't ever want to try like actual mdma or anything like that because i'm like if it's anything like what i experienced i ain't fucking with it like you went from like oh my fingers are weird to oh my god my fingers are fucking weird (laughs) it was it was like full-on like the most sad i can remember like like, not that I've ever been, like, I've definitely been, like, as sad as that before, but it's literally, like, th- like, like one of the saddest times I've ever been was when my uncle passed away. It was a terrible time. I was extremely sad. I was that sad because of, like, just how much it affects, like, because it messes with your emotions. Oh, man. So you said it was just, like, dopamine dump. Yeah. It was, like, I literally was, like, as sad as if somebody had, like, died. Just because, like, instantly. I went from, like, haha, like, bubbly, like, oh, this feels kind of weird, to this is the saddest just i was oh it was oh. terrible so legal drugs are terrible yeah don't uh, fucking do <laughs> yeah don't do don't do drugs guys yeah just uh pot's probably fine I, like generally speaking like you might freak out a little bit oh. but like you're always like see that's the other thing too is like you smoke a little too much pot like you just kind of chill and you're like all right like i'm actually fine like things aren't as bad as i think they are it's whatever you you can take too much of a lot of other stuff like even booze like you can drink oh, too yeah. much if I've ever been too fucked up, advice that I use is uh, like a mantra: "You did this to yourself," and that, yes, that helps. That's a good one. Yeah, you did this. Not not this is happening to you. This is your own doing, and that helps me. If I ever if like I've ever been too fucked, too drunk or whatever, drunk drunk me just goes to bed. I black out and I go to bed. Anything else is just so. like, hey, dude. Just like it's almost like I have two people in my head. It's like, hey, shut the fuck up! You did this. Let's just have fun, and then it's usually oh, yeah. it usually works. <laughs> I don't remember who said it, but there's a. I was listening to a podcast, and somebody said that um, they have a note on their phone because they like to like when they get like uh real like high and paranoid, 
they usually like go to their like notepad app to like write because that's like what their brain does or whatever mm-hmm. and they say that like one thing that helped was like once they recognize that trend they put a note in there that says you did this for fun yeah and then they're like oh yeah i did like why am i freaking out like there's no point there's like no yeah. benefit to anxiety <laughs> but that's so hard exactly. you can't just tell anybody with anxiety that but <laughs> like there's you can, no, there's like, no you benefit. can snap yourself out of it that way but like yeah if you told like your friend is having a panic attack like it's fine like yeah hey that's a dick move. nothing matters but, like, you can tell yourself like you can like you can trick your brain and be like hey dipshit like everything's fine like anything that you're worried about right now you probably can't fix anyway and also isn't a big deal so just like enjoy it like have some fun like be a little silly like listen to some fucking tunes chill out man yeah exa- i think that level of self-awareness is almost required for stuff like that it's true which <laughs> it doesn't come with a lot of people anymore a lot of people are like fuck no so many people are in their own head like and i, I I'm, a, I'm a very heady person i like i get it but like if you're gonna be a heady person, like and like a, like a, if you're gonna be a heady person and not get medicated for it, mm-hmm. then you gotta know how to fucking like unfuck your head up, <laughs> or just go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's like it's like a like if you have kind of like a race if you have racing thoughts and like you're anxious and paranoid and shit like that like all the time like either a uh, probably recommended get yourself some fucking meds because it will help or b figure your shit out don't just like let it be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> like and this is and this isn't me saying like oh mental illness is like your choice but it's like hey like if you're not fixing it that's a problem yeah definitely yeah you can't just say hey guy with schizophrenia figure it out oh, tell yeah. tell that's, the other things you're hearing just shut up <laughs> yeah this, 100%. Is like, this is just speaking to somebody with like uh I, like i got diagnosed with like major depression and like mm-hmm. i chose not to medicate because i didn't like the medication but i didn't just like be like oh i guess i'm just gonna be depressed forever i was like all right what are some alternative methods to like help with this and I do that instead rather than just being like, oh, I'm just hopeless. Right. Yeah, I'm, I am so lucky, man. I At least I don't think I have any of those things going on inside my, my yeah. brain. Which, yeah, it's good. Like, enjoy that shit. Which, I mean, and again, like, it's generally speaking, like, I'm I'm pretty chill. Like, it, it, it really all just comes down to, like, being able to recognize when your brain is being broken or, like, throwing itself off rather than being like, oh, I should actually be sad about this or i should be anxious about this like when i'm just yeah like when i'm sitting and like i know nothing is wrong i can kind of be like hey chill the fuck out like you don't have a reason to be like freaking out but if i do have a reason to be freaking out then i can kind of also regulate and be like all right well freaking out isn't going to help me get anywhere but yeah but it's justified but yeah exactly it's like all right like use this anxious energy to propel yourself and you know we could fix this problem but like you know calm your heart rate a little bit like breathe you know get through that shit where it's like if i'm just like chilling in my bed and it's like midnight and my brain is like remember that thing you did three years ago (laughs) and it's like fucking can we not right now (laughs) oh man those moments are the fucking worst (laughs) you have like a random snap memory it's like remember that thing you said to that person when you were in fourth grade and it was really uncomfortable they probably were thinking about that right now and they fucking hate you (laughs) they're always you you know the most important person in the world are always on other people's brains they're thinking about you all the time oh man that's definitely that's definitely unrealistic but i think normal for people to do however i do i do think about sometimes how many times am i quote unquote that guy like somebody's telling a story and like some fucking guy 
Like, right? It's like, that was me. I was that fucking guy. I wonder how many times you, that happens. Like, when you, uh, like, when you, there's, like, a traffic incident. Like, not, like, if it, yes. right, but, like, like, you and another guy, like, you know, and, you, like, <laughs> usually there is somebody who's right and who's wrong. But, like, in those weird, like, flux situations, or, like, if somebody just genuinely, like, fucks up. Like, I remember there was one time I was driving on the way to work, and this dude just, like, merged into my lane to the point where I had to drive, like, literally, like, almost touching the fucking, like, median, like, concrete wall, like, if I didn't get out of his way. Yeah. And I remember, like, looking over, and he was, like, freaking out because he saw a car driving next to him in the lane where there should not be cars. So he, like, got ahead and let me get behind him. And then, like, he got next to me and was, like, trying to, like, like, indicate that he was sorry Oh, and, I was, and I got yeah, and I I got it. I got to work, and I like you know I'm pissed, and I'm telling people. And then I started to think like, there's a guy with the other side of that story that's like, I almost fucking killed a guy today. Yeah, and that guy was in his own head, and he's at bed at night. He's uh, he's in bed last night thinking that fucking guy is thinking about it right now. And I am, <laughs> you are. I think about that shit all the time. <laughs> so if you ever hear this, you almost fucking killed me, you dickhead. Motherfucker, don't matter how sorry you are, keep thinking about it. Exactly. Like, I'm not angry about it anymore, but fuck you. This isn't closure. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, I was thinking about, like, where there's always something, like, in shit where, like, I kind of, like, I got in a shouting match with a dude in a heavy parking lot. And, oh, shit. You know, like, yeah, like, uh, this was, like, I don't know, like, maybe a half a year, like, maybe half a year ago. I was, I mean, I think there I had, like, I don't know, easy 20 feet between me and the guy and his wife walking across the street. And I was going, I don't know. 15 in a parking lot maybe a bit too fast but not like unreasonable yeah and the guy like fucking like freaks out and like pulls his wife back again there's like 20 feet between like me and this guy and his wife i'm like i'm not i see them i have my foot on the brake and i'm also not going his direction he freaks out like violently like rips his wife out of like where he believed i was going and then just starts like screaming at me and i'm like all right cool dude cool like i saw you wasn't gonna hit you like at all but like Way to be an asshole. And so I kind of just, like, yelled back at him, like, you know, I don't even remember what the fuck I said, because my road rage is just, it knows no bounds. <laughs> oh, I, I, ha- I have road rage. I have road rage, but only inside of my own car, and it's just, like, yelling obscenities to, like, an imaginary version of the person. Like, like I don't, I don't know, I feel like uh, I would never just start screaming at somebody unless it was, like, horrible. Like, a hor- if they crashed into me and it was their fault blatantly, I might be like, what the fuck, yeah. man? But then, uh, then I, I think it's obviously time to be like, okay, is everybody okay? All right, dude, I never want to fucking see you again. Um, that was literally <laughs> fucking. Did I, did I ever tell you about the time that some fucking dude rear-ended me? Oh, does that happen? Did that happen? So I, I got a new car like in 2015. I bought a brand new car. I bought a Honda. I bought a 2016 Honda Civic. That black with, one. Like, yeah, I, I. It was my brand new car. Nice. And it, I had owned it for maybe three or four months, and I was driving home from work. And I'm at a stoplight, and I see this fucking, like, gold Mustang flying up behind me. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to get rear-ended. So I let go of my brake, luckily, to kind of, like, yeah. get rid of some of the momentum. So he hits me, moves me forward, and I get out so hot. <laughs> like, re- I mean, I'm just ready to beat this dude. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You fucking hot, like, you, you know, hot rod fucking Mustang driving piece of fucking trash. Like, just... So angry. And it's like a little old and Filipino lady or something that you can't beat it up. It was this fucking scared shitless high school kid. Oh shit! <laughs> like he just had, like the fear of God in his eyes. I'm like he just wrecked dad's car. Like he is pissing his pants. 
So like I get out like hot, and then I just see this like deer in a head, like the headlights look, and this kid, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> chill. And I kind of like motion him out of the car. I'm like, you did hit me. Like you have to get out of your car. Yeah, exchange some paperwork, so, motherfucker. Welcome to real life, bitch. Wild, but what was wild is there was like no damage to either of our cars. Like the most he did was like I have two little like circle holes in my bumper, where like the like screws of his license plate thing would go. That's not worth it to file a claim. I don't think. Yeah, and that was exactly it. I was like. I, so I looked at my car and I looked at his. I'm like, do you see any damage on your car that you are worried about? And he was like, no. And I'm like, drive safer. And then I just like got Bye. in the car. <laughs> drive safer. That's yeah. actually a pretty good mic drop moment. Drive safer. Turn around and yeah, walk away. It, it, I was just, yeah, I was like, and I did too. I apologize. I was like, look, if I scared you, like, I apologize. But like, you fucking hit my car. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have a, so I, <laughs> I have, a, okay, I have a, a weird parking lot scenario so my wife drives a smart car and i needed to go pick up like some tools or something from uh, home depot and i went there in the smart car and i went up to the parking lot and i'm putting the fuck there's like a hatchback thing so i'm putting the shit back there and this guy is like hey and you know that you know that feeling where it's like somebody does that and you're like not me dude no fuck this (laughs) and then he does it again and i turn around i'm like yeah what's up man and he was like aggressive about it like i think it's got to be like male fragility like this guy was like looked like he might have been like a construction worker I was wearing like coveralls and like was kind of dirty and then just kind of like was very blunt so I assume he's he works in the trades right and he was like hey why are you driving that I was like what what do you mean and he's like why would you why would you drive that vehicle and I was like I don't know man it's my <laughs> wife's car and he's like you're driving that like, <laughs> he asked me like three fucking times like yeah man I'm driving this fucking car I was like, yeah, it's my wife's car. And he's like, how's it drive? I was like, not well. And he's like, all right. And he just left. It's like, what the fuck? Why are you so-? He was like offended. He's like, why the fuck would you drive into this parking lot with that fucking car? This this is a sacred place where I drive my big fucking yeah, you- yee-yee truck. I want to see other big yee-yee trucks so I can talk about trucks. Yeah, that went without, that went without mention. He was definitely driving a truck. <laughs> oh, another one. Another one is a freak out. Uh, so that one wasn't a freak out. That was just like strange. And it was just like, you're just a fragile fucking idiot, you know? Uh, but one time, uh, when I lived in Las Vegas, uh, we were trying to go to the grocery store and some guy was stopped there was like a minivan stopped right in front of the front doors. And we could see people talking on the inside of the car and they weren't getting, they weren't doing anything. They weren't fucking moving. There was like four cars behind. So I did the polite honk, but I guess in Las Vegas, I guess out West, there is no such thing as a polite honk. So I did like the beep, you know, like to like, Hey motherfucker, you're, you're in the way, right? So this guy gets out of his car and starts walking over, and like I roll down my window, and luckily at that time I was in my uniform, uh, my my military uniform, and oh, shit, yeah, yeah. So I looked out uh, and like put my hat on to like overly indicate like, hey, this is n- if you're gonna try to fight me, this is not gonna be good. I'll fuck you up. No, 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 not that. I couldn't fight. I'm not. You can't fight in uniform. Like that's horrible. It's like if he oh, beats shit. me up, then he's going to fucking jail or whatever. You know, like. That you can't just assault somebody, especially like a guy in a military uniform, like pretty near a military base. That it's not a good look, right? So, right. I wasn't trying to intimidate him. It was just like, hey, I'm fucking just letting you know. Like, it's almost like uh, it's a horrible example, but if like you're in a, nope, not even gonna say it. It's not even like a cop. Fuck cops. But uh, it's like somebody put like you know, hey, dude, I'm on your side, right? That's what I was trying to indicate. And he just yeah. stops because I guess he was like, okay. You're not going to assault this guy. But then he just goes, my fucking wife has a back problem. 
And then he walks away, <laughs> walks back into his car. And then like, and then I was, if my buddy and I were like, what the, f- what? Who gives a shit? There's a, fu- there's fucking handicapped uh, parking spots 20 feet away. What the fuck? So they, they, they're so entitled that he thought it was fine to just go hold up traffic and have a full conversation about what they're going to get in the grocery store and then drop his wife off with a back condition to walk into a store where she's going to walk around the whole time. Man, Jesus. people fucking blow. I don't, I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't. People like the, the level of which people are entitled is starting to get ridiculous. Oh yeah, that was a while ago. That was maybe 2014. God damn. So that was when we had a better worse. president. Yeah, my buddy had a good, had a kind of a funny. I don't know if he got this from somebody else. I hadn't heard it. He was like, "Man, this uh, season 45 of our, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Yeah, season, <laughs> he's like season 45 of this battle pass fucking sucks, man. They they buff stupidity." Like they nerfed, they nerfed college degrees. Like fuck, man, this sucks. <laughs> like season 45, 46 better get a good patch. <laughs> it's true, man. We it, we're fucking. The patch needs to come through. It does. It needs to come through because patch forty six. If they have the same people running that shit and they don't change anything, we're fucked. Exactly, man. <laughs> and they just keep fucking buffing the old same bullshit. Yeah, exactly. They're buffing up all the discrimination. God damn, we're not going down that road. I don't want to get fucking depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I say, well, shit. It's like. It's uh, it's been about an hour, and you think you got some uh, company coming over soon? You said right. I do have company coming over in a sec. I do want to do one fun fact for you guys before we go. Go for it. Yeah. So, uh, Buckminster Fuller was a man that lived in the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. This guy was the dude. If you've ever seen like um one of those domed uh metal like jungle gym things, it's like a bunch of triangles that create a dome. That's that's called a uh, something I fucking forgot. <laughs> I didn't think we were gonna end this this quickly. But either way, so like the lattice, the, the interconnection of triangles to uh, create that dome shape is like one of the most. Uh, I think it. I'm not gonna say it is, but it's one of the most structurally sound structures that you can create using uh, Buckminster Fuller's, um, like I guess, idea for. I gotta get fucking looking up real quick. But either way, though. So what I wanted to actually talk about was Dim- Buckminster Fuller made a car that was actually like in competition with like Chevy at the time. And if you know anything about like Chevrolet back in the early 1900s, those motherfuckers were assholes back then. There were people that were literally trying as hard as they could not to allow seatbelts because they were trying to like fucking like fudge the numbers on car safety ratings. So, uh, Chevy sucks, but they prevented his car from going into production. Uh, Buckminster Fuller created a car called the Dimaxian car. Look this shit up. It's so fucking cool. So it's a three-wheeled car and has two wheels in the front and one wheel in the back, and they use the back to turn. And <laughs> this thing was incredibly fuel efficient. It got 30 miles per gallon back in the 30s. So if you imagine back in the 30s, they oil was pretty big back then too. So people were like, oh, fuel efficient car. That's your dick. No. And also it was very, very safe too. Um, so again, they're like, I can't, you're competing with us. We are controlling the regulations, all this stuff. So pretty much Chevy fucked him because they said it wasn't a safe car, even though it was pretty much fine. Uh, it turned on a dime. It could literally turn like a full 360. So that's dope. But all, but this car also had a periscope that came out of the roof. So you could get quote unquote extra visibility. (laughs) It had 11 seats in it. And in uh, the 1930s, I don't know when this was. So per documentary, uh, pop per a documentary I listened to. Uh, they said that in Chicago, outside of uh, like this, I think the now the Sears Tower, uh, outside of one of the giant buildings there 
in Chicago, he parked his Dymaxion car and he created an eight hour traffic jam because so many people were like perplexed and didn't know what the fuck it was. And people were just losing their minds because th- like, people thought it was like a spacecraft. That's insane. Yeah, so anybody wants to uh, learn about some really cool stuff, uh, Buck Mr. Fuller. Super interesting uh, individual. There's also a um, there's also like application of his structure, like I talked about before, into nanotechnology. So there's a there's something called Buckminster Fullerene that can essentially make like even better carbon nanotubes. And they uh, something I read about it uh, like six months ago. Um, they were talking about how you can charge um, electronics at least to a small degree by this Buckminster Fullerene. Um, material and you can just like hold a f- essentially like in the future if they really go full steam ahead with this technology you could hold your phone in your hand and charge it at the same time like without yeah. another cable yeah that's cool so like the immediate application of that is for like an apple watch or like a smart watch the the connection between your skin and the watch apparently would charge it so i think that's pretty cool that is pretty fucking dope. Yeah, man. So, fun fact for you guys, Buckminster Fuller was a person. Buckminster Fullerene is pretty nuts. And the Dymaxion car was a super rad vehicle that doesn't exist today because Chevrolet is a fucking asshole. I know. I want a fucking car with a periscope. That's fucking sick as hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd definitely crash. I'd be way, way too into the periscope. Be like, fuck it. I'm Dude, driving right? the entire time with a periscope. It's like a land submarine. <laughs> yeah. It seated 11 people. You have fucking 10 of your homies in the back. Wait, it's not 11 people, you said? Yeah, it seated 11 passengers. Holy fuck! Right? 30 miles 30 miles per gallon as well. What? That's what? That's really good, too, for... Thir- for. Wow. Dude, I'm telling you, that's look up insane. fuck Mr. Fuller. I want that... Fu- Dude, I'm going to buy one of those when I get rich. And he also... Uh, he also innovated, like, the... Uh, by Ma- the Dymaxion homes. So, like, it's like a structure. So, it's essentially, like, a really, really, really cheap and eco-friendly house. But like, but yeah. yeah, but it's, it's almost like if you know anything about like the pot movement and that fucking guy, super, super rich dude that controls the newspapers that, uh, pretty much made pot illegal because he owned, um, like a lump part of the lumber industry or something. and had a newspaper. Um, I couldn't you know name on the top of my head. That son of a bitch. It's like that. They pretty much ran a smear campaign against Buckminster Fuller. And it's also like Nikola Tesla and Buckminster Fuller, I feel like are like kind of have like a thematic tie between them where they were brilliant geniuses and came up with these amazing technologies that we use today but not enough people know about them or they're not credited enough with the application of their technology but you know what i guess they gave the they they named a bunch of really dope shit after each of those guys so that's fucking dope yeah and okay so like uh like um what's the thing at disney world with the big dome uh that's the that's Epcot, right? Yeah, Epcot Center is uses the um, uses the shape that Buckminster Fuller pro- proposed. So, like, the Epcot Center wouldn't exist without without uh, Buckminster Fuller, and also radar a, domes use use those same kind of domes as well. Because it's um, oh shit, uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, uh, it's a hexagon is the most sturdy shape, right? By itself, I thought triangle. But these these do use, oh, fuck. I should have been better research for this stuff. <laughs> I think triangles probably are more structurally sound than I think about it. But I remember I, I dated an architect for like a hot minute, and he I remember him saying something about uh, hexagons. Ah, uh, geodesic dome 
is what it's called. That's the technical oh, term. Oh, yes. Geodesic Geodesics tone. are fucking sick. Yeah, geodesic. Yeah, and then and then also another fun fact is that just the principle of geodesics in, in general disproves flat Earth because geodesics is the measurement between two uh, points that are not on a plane. So it essentially judges uh, like uh, height variance between two points using an arc. So based on two points you have on Earth, you can mathematically prove that the Earth is not fucking flat. So if any of you guys are flat Earthers in here, I'm sorry, but um, do better research than I'm one not. guy from the <laughs> 1500s that just looked at a boat on the ocean. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I got dinner. I have dinner guests coming over. Uh, all right. We oh, and for all intents and purposes, this is like pod. We're like pod um, social distancing. So these are like the same people I hang out with, and the only people I hang out with. So don't be flaming me, boys and girls. Don't yeah. flame Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag don't flame Jeff. Yeah, I'm not going to see those hashtags. I'm not even on social media, so I guess you could if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah, let's close this out, brother. Alrighty, I think that's it. Uh, make sure you head on over to punninggame.com where you can find such podcasts as Fun Pun Gaming, Not Worth the Time, and my personal favorite, Who Gives a F, as well as Things About Stuff and No Rational Thought. Um, The Grove is now this so i'm not going to plug that but uh monster jamboree will hopefully be returning uh eric and i decided that uh he will be able to do some recordings after july 9th so we're going to see if we can get that going again but monster jamboree will be back and then of course as always make sure you check out uh the punning game teespring you can find all sorts of dope shit there uh there's going to be some high christy t-shirts i think that we have uh, some uh, empty parlor t-shirts coming out now so just keep your eyes open, and like I, I think I've you know mentioned this a few times, uh, indie podcasts are the new local bands. So make sure you get yourself some super sick indie swag from Punning Game, because you know what? Once we fucking hit it big, and are you know we're the new Joe Rogan, <laughs> then you're gonna be like I was there from the fucking beginning. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And I gotta give one shout out to my wife Caitlin. She's a professional graphic designer, and she designed our logo it's going to be on uh the t-shirts and obviously for the streaming platform so can't thank you guys enough and big shout out to my wife she's incredibly talented and hell yeah we're all right well peace peace